heart sing, Lord, I want to live for thee.
Let the church say amen. If you will indulge me this morning, I, I want to break just a little bit from our series that we might go into the season and that we might hear a word from the Lord as it relates to the season that we are in right now as we go into this period of celebration. <clears throat> I want to call your attention. Gospel as recorded by St. Luke chapter 2 verse 7. Stick a finger in there and then turn to Matthew 27, 22, Luke 2, 7, Matthew 27, 22. familiar words and she brought forth her firstborn son wrapped him in swaddling clothes laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn and then Matthew 27 and 22 Pilate said unto them, What shall I do then with Jesus, which is called Christ? They all say unto him, Let him be crucified. There was no room for him in the end. That's the beginning of his life. At the end of his life, what shall I do with Jesus? Now, I want to talk from that subject today. I want to use that as a subject <clears throat> because it poses problems to many, even in the body of Christ. What shall I do with Jesus? What shall I do with Jesus. Before I get started, I assure you this morning that I'm not confused about the season. <laughs> I know I'm getting there, but I'm not confused at all. I know what season it is that we are celebrating. I know exactly what holiday it is. I'm clear that Jesus is the reason for the season. I got all of that. Let me share with you this story, sort of set the pace here. Little boy <clears throat> in Sunday school, teacher asked the question, where is Jesus? 
little boy's hand went right up. He says, Jesus is in the attic. <laughs> Teacher was a little concerned, but every Sunday she would ask the same thing. Where is Jesus? And every time she'd ask, the little boy's hand would go up. Say, Jesus is in the attic. So rather than attack it, she went to the little boy's parents and expressed her concern. She says, every time I uh, ask the question, he says, Jesus is in the attic. So they call the little boy in. Little boy says, he is. He says, every Christmas, we go into the attic and we bring Jesus out put him on display in the front yard. And after Christmas is over, <laughs> we pack him back up <laughs> and we put him back in the attic. Jesus <laughs> is in the attic. And brothers and sisters, I want to submit to you this morning that it's not just this little boy that got that problem. Seems like this might be a problem with the whole world. Even Christians, we put Jesus on display at Christmas time. Everybody talk about him at Christmas. We put him on display at Christmas time, during the Christmas season. But what do we do with him the rest of the year? Everybody talking about him right now. Everybody, all especially Christian folk, we got his name all over our lips. But what do we do with him? Once the season is over. But when I look at these scriptures, these side by when I look at them side by side, I, I see that that plot is the same. Both the innkeeper in Bethlehem and Pilate, both of them were in a quandary as to what to do with Jesus. In Luke's writing, Jesus shows up about to break forth from his mother's womb, and the innkeeper has no room for him. In the writing of Matthew, we see Pilate sitting in judgment of Jesus. He's already concluded that he finds no fault in him, but for fear of the angry crowd, he can't say that. So rather than to do what he knows is right, he leaves it to the people to make the choice as to what should happen or as to who should be put to death. You remember the crowd when they yelled out? He thought they were going to choose Jesus, but they said, give us Barabbas. So now he's left with another problem. What then shall I do with Jesus? As I read, and as I read at these, at this text, I see the same tension in both texts. Neither the innkeeper nor Pilate knew what to do with Jesus. The innkeeper at the beginning of his life had no room for him. And the Pilate, toward the end of his earthly ministry, he didn't know what to do with him. 
I read somewhere, I can't remember where I read it, but I read somewhere that Jesus was born in a manger, died on a cross, and between those times, he had nowhere to lay his head. It's always been a problem. What do we do with Jesus? So I look at this celebration, I look at this celebration in, in 2022, I, I see a world that seems to have these same questions concerning this birthday celebration. What, what do we do with Jesus? We want to celebrate. We want to have our parties in his honor. We just don't want him there. <laughs> Y'all ain't hearing me. We want to have a party for him. We, we just don't want to send him an invitation. We, we just don't want him there. Business says we want to capitalize on his birth. We rush through Thanksgiving to get to Black Friday. We figured a marketing strategy that will cause folk to stand in line all night and trample each other in the morning when the door opens. His birthday celebration is a wonderful time for business to come out of the red. But we can't put his name on nothing. Y'all hearing me? We can't put his name up. We can't really recognize him because that might offend some of our customers. Y'all ain't hearing me. So what do we do? What do we do with Jesus? Here's the question. How do you celebrate a birthday and slight the guest of honor? Write that down. How do you celebrate a birthday and slight the guest of honor? Of honor. It's not that we don't love him. It's not that we don't need him. We just don't have room. Oh, Y'all hear me? We, we just, we don't have room. He doesn't fit into the kind of celebration that we want to have. He, he really doesn't fit. We, we, we can't invite Jesus because Jesus makes people uncomfortable. <laughs> Y'all ain't hearing me. And let me talk to the saved saints in the house. If you showing up saved and trying to live, live for him, whether you realize or not, yeah, yeah, if you give him a place in your life to stay, folk get a little uncomfortable with inviting you too. I wonder if I got a witness in the house. You, you don't get as many invitations as you used to. Are y'all hearing me? If you're trying to live for him, make folk uncomfortable. At his birth, the problem was with accommodations. There was no room in the end for him. With Pilate at the end of his life, it was an issue of how to dispose of him or how to get rid of him. And the tragedy of Jesus' birth was that a birth announcement was sent out Centuries earlier, prophet Micah, centuries earlier, sent out a birth announcement. He prophesied that a Savior would be born in Bethlehem. Now, I, I 
can't, I, I wasn't there, I can't, but I, I just, I, I, I do know today that most major hotels, they always hold one room just in case somebody shows up who is honored. That's one room they ain't going to let nobody have, just in case. I believe that if I knew that the Savior of the world was going to be born in this city, <laughs> that would have been at least one room. Y'all ain't hearing me. Yet when he got there, there was no room. You put out a birth announcement now, and in nine months, everything is ready. <laughs> Y'all ain't hearing me. Done had all the parties, all the showers, but not everything is ready. But these folk had centuries. And when it got here, they still were not ready. Luke 2, 7 says she brought forth her firstborn son, wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger because there was no room in the inn. Now, now we can find fault. We can find fault in the innkeeper. We can talk about the mistakes that were made, and we, we can talk about how sad this story is. But before you go too far, let me admonish you to be careful. Let me admonish you to be careful because the search ain't over yet. <laughs> before you criticize an innkeeper, before you begin criticizing Pilate, let me tell you something. The search ain't over yet. Jesus is still looking for room. I wonder if I got a witness here. He's still looking for room. He's, he's still looking for a place to abide. But don't be fooled. <laughs> don't be fooled. Don't be looking for another baby. Y'all ain't hearing me. Don't be looking for another baby. That already happened. That ain't going to happen no more. Don't be looking for another baby. Just accept the gift that God has given. Here it is right here. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes on him would not perish but have everlasting life. Oh, what a gift. But then, don't, don't look for a baby. He's broadened the field a little bit. Matthew 25, he said this. He says, uh, in as much as you have done it, Unto the least of these, my brethren, you have done it. Are y'all hearing me? Yeah, yeah, I know you were not there that cold night in Bethlehem. You didn't have nothing to do with that crowd crying, crucify him. But what have you done for the least of these? Are you here? What have you done for the least of these? While you spread your table and carve your turkey, what have you done for the least of these. When you enjoy the, the comfort of a warm house, what have you done for the least of these? I know you, 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 you thought about everybody that got you something last year. Are you hearing me? I know you got something for everybody that got you something last year. But what about the least of these? I know you pulled somebody's name. 
Are y'all hearing me? But what have you done for the least of these? You see, Christmas is not the whole gospel. It's just the beginning of a gospel message. Tales of a God who loves so much that he allowed his son to be born in a manger to come down to this dark world. And they did not have room for him. But guess what? Although they did not have room for him, he came anyway. Jolene, I just said something right there. Yeah, he, they didn't have room, but he came anyway. And the thing that I need to say to you before I get out of here, and I'm almost through. The thing that I need to make sure that you understand is he's coming back. Y'all better hear me. I need to make sure that you understand that he is coming back. 2,000 years has passed and Jesus is still looking for a place. Are y'all hearing me? He's still looking for a place. Let me prove it to you. Behold, I stand at the door. And knock if any man hear my voice and will open up, I'll come in. Are y'all hearing me? Truth of the matter is, that's why he called me. He called me and has given me a job. I'm really what I am. I'm a housing locator. <laughs> y'all ain't hearing me, huh? I, I'm looking for a place. I'm, I'm looking for vacancies. Trying to find, are y'all hearing me? I'm looking for somebody who will let him come in. In too many cases, I'm sorry, but in too many cases, I'm running into that same wall, no vacancies. I keep trying, but I keep running into that same wall, no vacancies. And that's what I do. Every time I stand, I'm looking for vacancies. I found that there are some folk who got vacancies that don't know they have vacancies. Y'all ain't hearing me. You see that feeling of loneliness that around this season when you stay, you're, you're feeling lonely like you just can't make it. That's a vacancy. You got to have drugs and alcohol to make you feel better during this season. That's a vacancy. Feeling like life has no meaning. Are you hearing me? Feeling empty. That's a vacancy. You're thinking more about dying than you do living. That's a vacancy. My message to you today, to all in the sound of my voice, those here in the seats, those who are virtual, my message to you today is let him in. That's it. That's it. My message to you today is let him in. And the beauty of it, if you would just let him in. I know what you're thinking. I know why you haven't already invited him. Don't worry about trying to clean things up. Don't worry about trying to get things ready for it. The good news is he'll do all that when he gets in there. You'll just let him in. He'll do all of that when he gets in. Are y'all hearing me? Just let him in. I'm a living testimony. I'm a living testimony and I'm through now. I'm a living testimony. You want to wait until you get everything fixed. You want to wait until your life is in order. You want to wait until everything. But I'm a living testimony that he'll take you just like you are. 
he'll come in and he'll sup with you just like you are. Songwriter said it best, just as I am. Without one plea, the only plea I got is that thy blood. I ain't got nothing else to brag about. The only thing I got to brag about is the fact that thy blood was shed for me. The only plea I got is that you told me to come. You bid me to come. You bid me to come to the old lamb of God. I just as I am without one plea. Are y'all hear me? Just as I am and waiting not to rid my soul of one dark blot. Fighting within and fears without, O Lamb of God. If you're here this morning, if you're here today, you're unsaved as you go into this holiday season you need to make room for him oh celebrate nobody in the world has anything to celebrate but us but make room for him and if you haven't the day is your day you need to be coming this way just as I am without one plea but that thy blood was shed for me that thy bids may come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your life to him. This is the time. Just as I. 
waiting on you. question then what will I do with Jesus oh, yes. for every day of our lives he allows to the sun to rise and shine on our face he wakes us up and places breath continually in our body we can give him all honor, glory, and praise, but we go on as if he is not there. His arms are stretched wide, bidding both girls, boys, men, and women to come unto me. He says, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest to take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Lord, we pray for those right now whom they know Jesus is calling them at the moment. He's bidding them to come. But for some reason, there's still pause and still hesitation. Lord, we want to say thank you that we answered the call to come not because we were good, but because you are good. Lord, we thank you for being born. In Bethlehem, we thank you, Lord, that when you were born, the very angels sang glory to God in the highest. There is peace on earth and goodwill toward men. Lord, we thank you. When you move your life to Nazareth, and we thank you that you grew up under the auspice of a mother and father who taught you how to go to the place of worship. We thank you. When you heal the sick and when you open blind eyes, Lord, we thank you. When you raise the dead, Lord, we thank you. When hungry souls you fed, Lord, we thank you for going to and fro loving folk who were unlovable, Lord, we thank you. Thank you for giving that very life that you sacrificed on Friday, Lord, we thank you for dying a death that we could not die, putting your life on the line. We thank you when you said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what you do. Lord, we thank you for laying your head in the locks of your shoulders, living up the last breath and dying. Lord, we thank you that you were buried in Joseph's borrowed tomb. Lord, we thank you that you stayed there all Friday night. Lord, we thank you that you stayed there all Saturday night. Lord, we thank you that early Sunday morning you got up with all power in your hand and you said the invitation is still true and I'm bidding you to come. Lord, we pray for those who have heard this invitation. Lord, change hearts, minds, and souls that they will come and give their life to you.
realize that new life is in Jesus Christ. Everlasting life is in Jesus Christ. For the same Jesus that died one day will come back. The Bible says he will crack the sky. The trump of God will sound. And there we will meet him in the air to be with him forever. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we bless you. Lord, we honor you. In the mighty and master's name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Thank God. You may be seated. I come. I come. Mm, just as I Somebody give him glory. Somebody give him praise. Jesus is so good. There's a line in Colossians that the grammar is wrong, but the truth is wonderful. It's at him we proclaim. I know we're at church again, but there's nothing better than we can give you. Yeah, yeah, yes. Him, we mm-hmm. proclaim. Yeah, yeah. Because if you meet Him, your life will change. <laughs> if you love Him, everything will get better. I, I know it might not be better in the world, but I'm telling you, your life is better yeah. when you know Him. Him who lived, him who died, him who has come. Him. Yes, sir. Amen. I still get excited about him. Amen. Amen. Thank our God for the word of God that is continually a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our pathway. Yes, God. Just some notes before we dismiss to go back into the service of ministry to the world. On December 11th, um, the Angel Tree um, Christmas concert, Youth and Christmas celebration will be um, on the 16th of December, 7 p.m., We'll have a Christmas concert, and the concert will be with uh, Brother Avery Dixon, who uh, placed on America's Got Talent. We want the church family to continue to be in prayer with those in our family who are dealing with sickness and with the bereavement of death. Uh, If you would, just lift the name of Patricia Whitley and 
Reverend William Whitley, uh, Patricia is hospitalized. Lift up the name of Dion Bush. Uh, we thank God um, for Brother Dion and for his sacrifice of worship, but the Brother Dion is dealing with something right now. But we know God to be a healer. So we'll believe in faith that God will heal our brother. Pray, um, if you will, uh, for the family of Sister Della Bird, who was funeralized yesterday, one of our brother's in-law. We were able to funeralize her. Pray for Deacon Howard Norman, who is in worship this morning, who this past week lost his wife, Andrea, and she will be funeralized uh, December 14th at Pleasant Hill Church uh, in Lawrenceville at 1 p.m. Pray for Brother Art Miller, uh, who lost Sister Joanne this week. Amen. Uh, just continue to pray for those in our family. We thank God for life, and we thank God for the celebration thereof. So we have uh, an open house for our children and youth on the 18th of December. That will begin at 11 a.m., the Christmas open house for the youth and children of our, um, of our church. Amen. One more note, we want to uh, thank God again for our pastor and thank God again for the grace of ministry he continues to give him. Uh, made an, amen. We made an appeal last week that our pastor, he will be in worship with the Salvage Baptist Church at 26 South William Street in Winder, Georgia, where Joanne Malone, one of our own, is pastor. And so we ask if those are available to come and be with our pastor this afternoon at 3 p.m. Uh, in Winder, Georgia, we would do so. The Salvage Baptist Church. Amen. Amen. I want to pray for all of our sick and our shut in. And I know that we don't always know everybody's name. Uh, Sister Patricia Whitten, uh, Whitney is one of the preachers here. Her, she and her husband are both preachers. Uh, so I want to make sure that our sons and our daughters, that we will reach out to them. She's in Grady Hospital. So let's just make sure that we reach out to uh, Brother Reverend and Sister Whitney. Amen. Amen. Uh, just thank God for all of you for your for your kindness and continued uh, support ministry through your giving and also to thank you for continuing to being safe those who constantly come Sunday by Sunday in the sanctuary I want to make an appeal to not not only those in the sanctuary but even to those virtually if you can we want you to be back in the house that if you can we want you to be back in the house amen amen if you can if if you cannot and have to continue to worship with us virtually we thank God that you are doing so right now amen amen just rest on your feet God be with us till we meet again
able to keep us from stumbling and able to present us blameless before his glory with exceeding joy to the only wise God be glory be majesty be dominion and authority may it be both now henceforth and forevermore and God's people said There are several ways to submit your tithe and offering. Online at www.thechurchwithzeal.org slash give. On Cash App at dollar sign the church with zeal. Via the Givelify app. By mail to Salem Missionary Baptist Church, P.O. Box 817, Lilburn, Georgia 30048 or in person at the church office on Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. It's not necessary to wait until Sunday to give. Online, Givelify, Cash App, or mail-in contributions may be submitted on any day of the week. Thank you for your continued support of the ministry at Salem Missionary Baptist Church.